Hey, this is Nick Gomez from The Walking Dead and Dexter. Hi, Sister K. Hi, Sister J. Hey, y'all. This is Lou Temple. You know me as Axel from The Walking Dead, and you're listening to Sister Speak. Keep on listening. You follow me? Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's your man Vincent M. Ward from the hit show The Walking Dead. That's the uh, character Oscar and from True Blood, Hollis. I'm here on Sister Speaks. What's happening with y'all? Hey, sisters, what's going on? This is Chad L. Coleman, Tyrese from The Walking Dead. What's up? Let's talk about it. I'm Lincoln, I play Beth on The Walking Dead, and this is Sister Speaks. This is John Bernthal telling y'all to listen up. Hello to the podcast, coming to you not live, but coming to you from the Philly Comic Con and sending big love. This is Sarah Callie. Bye. Hey, this is Steven Young. Hi to Sister Speak. Hey, what's up, Sister Speak? This is Lawrence Gilliard Jr., also known as Bob Stuckey on The Walking Dead. Just sending a shout out. What's up? Hi, Sister Speak. This is Alana Masterson from The Walking Dead. Denise Crosby from The Walking Dead, and I just want to welcome you to Terminus. Hello, Sister Speak. This is Jeff Cobert. Hey, it's Josh McDermott from The Walking Dead, and when I'm bored, I'm listening to Sister Speak. Hey, hey, hello, how are you? How's everybody out there in podcast land? This is Irony Singleton, a.k.a. T-Dog from The Walking Dead. Just want to give you a shout-out to the Sister Podcast Company. Thanks so much for all the love and support. Take care. God bless. Peace. Yeah. Hey, this is Ross Marquand. I play Aaron on The Walking Dead. You're listening to Sister Speak. Hello, this is Adrian Turner. I play Dwayne on The Walking Dead, and I just wanted to say, hey, Sister Speak. To Speak, this is Seth Gilliam from The Walking Dead. Plays Father Gabriel. Just wanted to say hello. Hi, Sister Speak podcast. This is Lenny James, play, who plays Morgan Jones. Hope all's well. I uh, hope you're having a good time. And now I'm going to stop. Bye. Hi, this is Tova Felchu. How are you, Sister Speak? And I'm here to tell you how much I love being on The Walking Dead as the head of Alexandria. Hello, everyone at Sister Speak. It's Kyla Kennedy, and I play Mika Samuels on The Walking Dead, and I cannot wait to listen to your podcast. Hi, Sister Speak. This is Ryan Sherbino, and I'm here at Walker Soccer, Pennsylvania. It's nice to virtually meet you. Daniel Bonjour, I'm Aiden on The Walking Dead. Just want to say hi to Sister Speak. Hey, Sister Speak. This is Steve Coulter, Reg Monroe from The Walking Dead. Hope you're all doing great and keep watching. Hi, Sister Speak Podcast. <laughs> I'm Major. Hey, it's Jason Douglas uh, from The Walking Dead, and uh, this is a shout out to Sister Speak, keeping it real. Hey, Sister Speak, this is Tom Payne, who plays Jesus on The Walking Dead. I hear you've been talking about me a lot. Y'all keep doing that, okay? Welcome to Sister Speak at The Walking Dead. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> Welcome to Sister Speak, The Walking Dead, where we discuss season seven of the AMC, <laughs> of the AMC series. The Walking Dead from a from a sister's point of view. I'm Sister Sister J. And I'm Sister K. And welcome to episode.
Oh, we're so sorry. Welcome to episode 64. Whew. Let's get started. Oh, my Lord, have mercy. Whew. Sorry, Sister Pink family. Oh, it took us a while oh, to get We got the that. giggles today. Oh, my God. We're here to talk about The Walking Dead Season 7, Episode 2, titled The Well. Shall we tell them why we laughing so hard? No, well, go ahead. You can. I don't even know why I'm laughing. <laughs> I was laughing because I thought about those those savior people because you know how they uh, have previews before, right? And I thought about them savior people on horses, and I thought about Jeff and our family group saying "nice in a veil." There go "nice in a veil." Hold on. Okay. Oh gosh. Sorry, y'all. Oh, that's funny. Okay. All right, so are we done laughing? Because now we can get into your adult beverage of the week. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Ah, Let's see. Our adult beverage for this week is one of my faves. Everybody knows I like brew. It's New Belgium 1554 Black Lager. Oh. It's very good. That's one of your normals. It's dark. Right? Yeah, because I like dark beer. Mm-hmm. So... All right. All right. And I I have some root beer. Ooh. But I'm going to try not to drink it because I'll be belching. Oh, Lord. (laughs) That was TMI. Well, root Mm. beer is good for that. Mm, mm, mm. All right. Are we ready to go? (laughs) We are ready to go. All right. Okay. So we start the episode out with where we left Carol and um, Morgan. Morgan, excuse me. And they have put her on the back of this wagon. <clears throat> to take her to wherever they're going. Mm-hmm. And we kind of see things from her point of view. She's looking up at the trees and shit. Morgan's off to the side, carving stuff into trees. Excuse yeah, me. And he says he's his marking way. his way back, which yeah. I think is smart. Yep. So you know where you're going. Mm-hmm. Plus he do that stuff. And he see. do that shit. Mm-hmm. And then we see the screen go black and Yo, the comes back and there's walkers all around. Carol's falling all down on the damn ground. The wagon is all off. One of the horses is getting ate up. Mm. I was like, what the hell happened? What the hell happened? Morgan is fighting and almost getting overcome. I was like, now look, y'all bet not. The one of the Knights of the Vale. Saviors. He's not a savior. Oh, they're not the savior. That's right. They're the kingdom. Okay. One of the kingdom guys. Kingdom guys. Those two kingdom guys are killing up folk. <laughs> and the what? And the weird thing is, Carol, as she's looking at walkers, because we know she's out of it, she's seeing them as real people. As the people they was. Mm-hmm. Which I thought was kind of cool, the way yeah, they did that effect. Yeah. Like, every time somebody would kill some one of the walkers... She, it would look like to her that they were killing the actual person. Person. Mm-hmm. Which was kind of cool the way they spliced that together. So she ran off in the woods. <clears throat> now, I didn't get why she was running. Because she wanted to get away. <laughs> Shit. She, she, she can't fight nothing. She know that much. Yeah, but then as you running away, your ass could get, you know, caught up, which almost happened. Mm. So she runs by this house and she sees this woman in the window kind of beckoning her to her to come in Mm, and an old lady lady in a Mm. nightgown and she keeps looking and the woman morphs into a walker she is a walker yeah Mm. she's a walker so then she turns around and there's all these walkers about to come up on her 
And then all of a sudden, here come all these horseback people. The kingdom. The kingdom coming through and knocking off heads and chopping off faces. Mm -hmm. And that one. That one with his face face chopped off. off, That was nasty. That was nasty. Oh, that was nasty. And more of killing walkers and looking like it's killing people. Mm -hmm. That was a really good effect, I Mm -hmm. thought. That was good effect because every time they killed a walker, you're right. What she saw was the real person. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, I thought that was kind of cool. We haven't seen that So therefore, she's freaking out. You know, because she's, in her mind, they're killing real people. Yeah. So then Morgan you know, comes up and he kills one too. And then, excuse me, somebody on Twitter. Sorry. I was going to say somebody on Twitter or in the Facebook group said they keep calling him a poor man's Russell Crowe. Oh, hell (laughs) y'all. Whatever. So Daniel, Daniel, Who's always a little salty to me in this episode. Well, that's okay though. Um, he comes up and he's like, hey. No, his name's not Daniel. It's one of those other guys' name is Daniel. No, he comes up and he <clears> says <throat> Daniel Colton. That's what he says. Yeah, but he's saying it to those two guys that found Carolyn Morgan. Anyway, I don't know what the hell this dude's name is. But mm-hmm. uh, anywho. I thought that was his name. Russell Crowe. Oh, Lord. Don't call him that. Anywho. Um, <clears throat> Daniel and Colton are the two dudes that found oh, them. Okay. Anyway, um, he, <coughs> he says, Hey, I'm glad to see you. looks like you found some people. Let's take them back. So Carol is out of it. We see Morgan carving another little arrow into it, this right. mailbox in front of the house, in front of the house that she almost got, got at. And then when he walks past it, he pull he puts up the like mail sign, little flag mm-hmm. on the mailbox. I guess so that he knows this is the place. See, what I thought, no, what I thought was the reason why he put the little flag up is because he was letting someone know in case Rick or somebody came after him. Yeah. Rick and him ain't going to know what that means. Well, but but he already carved into the, to the wood part of the uh, thing, so he wouldn't need to put the flag up. Right, so that's why I didn't understand. That's why I was like, I don't know why he put the flag up on I it. I thought it was to signal someone, just in case they came back that way. Well, I don't think anybody would know what that was. Well, they know a zombie ain't did it. It could have been that way from the zo- before I don't the apocalypse. Think so. It was too clean. Anyway, sister day, what else? Mm. So then we see Carol laying in the bed, sleep, and Morgan sitting next to her, kind of watching her. <clears throat> and then he kind of looks over at these wind chimes, uh-huh. which turned out to be a metal colander and some metal keys and shit. They were keys. Yep. Um, so then she wakes up and she asks, well, how long have I been out? And he said, two days. two days. I was like, damn. Two days. <clears throat> two days. But she had lost some blood, though. Yeah. And I mean, she had been shot, what, two, three times? Mm-hmm. I'm surprised she hadn't been able to get up and run. Exactly. Earlier, actually. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so she asks him where they're at. And he tells her, and then we see him wheeling her through the city because she's in a wheelchair. Uh-huh. They got little goats. They got uh, gardens. <clears throat> they got kids learning, <laughs> so going to school. It, to me, it was like a little Monopoly city. You know how you... 
Yeah. You roll the dice and count so many times on the board and you're passing all this little stuff. You're you know? passing go. Uh-huh. And, mm-hmm. They pass in a garden. And actually, these people are quite uh, a prosperous, quite inventive. Very inventive. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> the part that I like the best is when they show that file cabinet. <laughs> And they had all those plants growing in the file cabinet. That's smart. That was so ingenious. It's very smart. Yep. I think so too. Very ingenious. And greenery everywhere and people are productive. They're doing stuff. They're, you know, they're doing activities. So Morgan's walking her through, waving at people here and there. And he's like, mm-hmm. well, look, they've helped you. So I've been helping them. Yep. And so Carol's like, well, did you tell them who we are and what we've been, who, you know, what we've done? And he says, no, Carol, they saw what I did to the guy who was about to kill your ass. Mm -hmm. And that's it. And they didn't ask me nothing. That's all they know. Mm -hmm. And so he says, that's all he knows. She's like, well, who, who are you talking about? He's like the man in charge. I'm about to go take you to him. Mm. And she says, well, does he have a name? And Morgan kind of pauses for a minute. He's like, um, uh, the king, King Ezekiel. <laughs> <laughs> and you he, could tell he's like, um, uh, she ain't yeah. going to believe this shit. She ain't going to believe this shit. Mm-mm. So he could, takes her into this theater. It it's probably was a theater like, you know, before the zombie apocalypse. And we or got a church. Uh, I think it's a theater. Well, it could be a church, mm, okay. but, but the room they go to is a theater room because it's all graduated seating <clears> and a big old <throat> stage. And it could be an, Alter. I mean, who knows? I don't know. It looked like a theater to me. This cracked me up because I was looking like what Carol was looking like. Shiva was growling. There is King Ezekiel up on the stage with a tiger. A big ass tiger. A tiger. Big ass tiger. That's a fake tiger though, ain't it? Well, of course. Okay. It's CGI. So... It was a good looking tiger. I mean, tiger. I think his face is probably, you know, some mechanical thing, but it's, a, yeah, it's, it, yeah, it, it's, it, it's fake, fake phony. It's not a real one. <clears throat> so, it's good though. It's believable to me. It's good. I mean, mm-hmm. it was a pretty looking tiger. It was. And King Ezekiel, he, he is just sitting a up trip. There. He, yes, he is. He is a trip. First of all. He got these thick gray dreads, and I mean they are wide, now, which means they are really old. This wig, yeah, we know. It's just—it's a little much. A little much. It's a little much. A lot much. And he's got a full beard. Yeah, but other than that, if you can get past the the dread wig, mm-hmm. he's not a bad looking man. No, he's a he's very nice, nice looking. looking man. Mm-hmm. Very nice looking, and his sidekick Jerry. Mm-hmm. Jerry. Mm-hmm. And Shiva hit his uh, tiger. Tiger. He's like, "Well, welcome, Carol. I'm glad to see that you're up." Mm-hmm. And she's looking around like, "What the fuck is going on?" <laughs> she's looking at Morgan. And Morgan's like, "Oh, we want to thank you so much for all you've done for us." And he te- and then uh, King Ezekiel he introduces himself. Welcome to the kingdom. He says, "I'm glad to see you up." And in the she just starts cracking up, like, "Oh my goodness! I don't know what is going on here." Well, first of all, <sighs> she only says that because he asked her what what do you have to say. She wasn't gonna say shit. Yeah, she didn't say nothing. But he told her, he said, hmm, do I detect skepticism? Uh, and all that stuff. But he knows 
they out there for a reason. She is has survived. She had some some uh, 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 weapons on her because they took them. So well, he, yeah, he's wanted to know what she thinks. He wants to hear her. See, and he's just looking at her. That's when she starts her act. I was I was cracking up at this part. This was so funny. Because I, you can see she is bullshit. She was in her Susie Homemaker act. Yeah. You know, just like she was at Alexandria. Yeah. I like mm-hmm. that little Jerry dude. I like Jerry. He's a little bit too jolly, though, for this to be well, a zombie apocalypse. Well, but that's apocalypse. his role, though, see. That's mm-hmm. his role. Mm-hmm. He's like a bodyguard court jester. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Oh, gosh. This was, so this she, was kind of good, She's like, I have no idea what's going on. And he's like, look, as long as people are here, they need to contribute. Mm-hmm. And if once you drink from the well, you replenish the well, which is why we're called the well. Yep. And so, um, Jerry says, well said, and it just <laughs>, laughs. <laughs> so he goes to offer her some fruit He says, Where am and I pomegranates, apples, and nectarines. nectarines. And she's like, oh no, no, I'm not really a pomegranate person. Mm-hmm. All those little seeds and stuff. This so, was really good. I'm thinking, damn, how they get fruit? I would have taken the fruit just to have some fruit. No, and what does he tell her? He said, oh, you haven't lived till you had a pomegranate. All that bitterness surrounded by sweet in the center. And he mm, he would talk about her. Mm-hmm. He just didn't know. He was talking stone about her. No, she didn't catch it. He was looking at her. He was talking to her the whole time. The whole but time. But then when he started talking about, okay, well, enjoy the city. We have a guitarist. We have a choir. Mm-hmm. We have, I'm thinking a choir. Damn. Mm-hmm. They got a choir. She said, they well, must not have to worry about nobody. Said, All I need is a hairbrush, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Morgan's face to me was so funny because when they would flash to him, he was kind of looking like, uh-huh, okay, Carol, don't fuck this shit up. Mm-hmm. Now. <laughs> yeah. But see, I was looking at King Ezekiel. He was hawking her. Yeah, he was hawking her. I think he already had an inkling that she was putting on. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. I think so. Yeah. I think so too. Mm-hmm. So Morgan wills her back outside and wait, and they wait until some people pass by. She's like, what the shit? What the mm-hmm. hell is this mess? And Morgan's like, yeah, yeah, I know. He's a little eccentric, but look, they helped us. We are here. They fixed your ass up. She's like, this place is a circus. This is make-believe. These people have no idea what the hell is out there. Mm-hmm. And you're just sitting in here like it ain't nothing. Hunky door. She's like, I can't be here. He's like, they found us and they helped us. She's like, look, as soon as I can, I'm out of here. And I'm going to wait till your ass is not looking. I know. And I'm going to go. And he's like, I can't let you do that. And she said, but you can't stop me. Which is true. But he had a point too. Look, that means you're going to die out there. It is not your time to die out there. And I can't let you do it. That's what he says. And she Mm -hmm. keeps saying, look, I I just wait till you're gone. I'll wait till you sleep. I'll wait till you're busy or something. But I'm going. Yep. She -hmm. wants to be on her own. She don't want to be beholden to anybody. And she doesn't want to care about anyone. So she has to kill for them. That's what the problem is for her. So they have some other people coming up. And so they have to kind of wrap up their conversation. And he starts to wheel her back, apparently back to the room Mm -hmm. or whatever. 
Back to her room. Yeah. So then we get a um, scene of Morgan going out on a run with all the men folk. With the men folk. King Ezekiel's there. Poor man's Russell Crowe is there. Whoever the oh, fuck his name on. is. And you see these hogs eating up a walker. Oh, and they are fat already. These big, fat ass juicy hogs. Pigs. Yeah. Mm. And you hear Ezekiel saying, what was once on the farm is now roaming free in the city. And, and you, you see, see them all these pigs. They rounding up, them up. Yeah, they're rustling up these pigs to this one little area, this one room. And there's a walker tied up. And they get to eating on this walker. Mm-hmm. And so Morgan is like, you are letting the hogs eat up on walkers. Mm-hmm. And the Russell Crowe lookalike is like, yeah, we want them fattened up. Mm-hmm. Well, see, Morgan was like I, me. He said, you feed this shit to your people. Well, that's what he was thinking. That's what he was thinking. Yeah. And he looking at that dude like, what the fuck? What the hell are these people doing? That's what I was wondering. Damn. I'm like, shit. And, you know, King Ezekiel's trying to tell him, look, you know, this is this is what we have to do. This is what we need. And, yeah. then, and then here come a bunch of walkers. So he's telling the one woman one, her name's Diane, um... You know, go get your little equipment and stuff and get the truck, get truck and get it ready and get it ready. Yeah. So go go ahead. ahead. So then there's a little younger named Ben. He's like, okay, Ben. Think of Carl. Yeah. Only without the training. A little bit older. Yeah. He's like, okay, just like we practice. It's your Mm -hmm. turn. It's just like we practice. Let's, you know, you're, you're up. Mm -hmm. So little Ben, I don't know what he learned. He just hit this. He just hits this thing with uh, his big ass knife in the neck. Well, it's a machete, yeah. and he just chomps him on the shoulder. Now, of course, the walker ain't dead or Thank nothing. You. you know. Mm-hmm. And so, so Jerry, big Jerry, got to come big up and Jerry. help him. And then King Ezekiel comes and kills it, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Next time, you'll do it next time." Mm-hmm. So then Russell Crowe tells Morgan. <laughs> <laughs> that name who what the fuck is his name i don't know but okay. morgan that's what morgan's saying you mean that they're eating walker walker fed pigs and he said any of it so he didn't tell no me wait no that. i didn't say that yeah he said russell crowe tells morgan nobody back at at the kingdom needs to know about this he's like you mean about the pigs and he says none of it none of it ain't there none of it mm-hmm. so morgan just looks at him and King Ezekiel is now this I thought was kind of silly, but later I guess it makes sense. What he looks at all the walkers and points his sword at him or knife at him or whatever he has and says, "Okay, from here and forth you I'll be free. Go forth to the walkers." And then Russell Crowe says, "No, not all the way free. Only part way free." Well, but that's because that's part of his aura. Well, yeah, I as know. being king, mm-hmm. you know. But mm. at the time, I made me think that maybe some of them are there against their will, because it, you know, I'm like, why would he say well, not all the way free? Well, he meant because walkers aren't free; they're dead, but they're the walking dead. Well, you know, they ain't gonna never be the person that they I were, think- but they still living, living. No, what I think he meant is coming later. Oh. 
about the saviors. That's what I think he meant. Oh, you know what? Probably. But, but at, at, at the time, this point, that's what I, I thought. thought he was talking about the kingdom and that maybe the kingdom was doing some shit on the side. Um, and people, some people didn't maybe didn't want to be there. And they were oh, see, I didn't have that at all. I thought he was talking about the walkers because the walkers are people who are who die and and are turned into walkers. They're not all the way free either, because they're only free once they kick them and you know stab them in the head, and then they're all the way gone. And see, I didn't. Think and it they like, don't have to live out their lives, well, you know, like like some of those where uh, their heads still moving, but. Well, but, but I, mm. I'm just saying what I thought. Right. Well, I'm telling you just what I thought. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Anyway. Uh, so then <sighs> we get back to the kingdom and we see Carol doing her little, oh wait, no, I think we get back to the kingdom and Ezekiel is talking to Morgan first. I think that's what happens next. At any rate, um, and he tells Morgan, Hey, that stuff you did with the, Staff. Uh, with the staff, you can take care of yourself pretty well. I would like for you to train Ben because he's going to be on my council and I need him to survive. Well, first of all, he asked him where did he learn how to, how, yeah, how, he did. how to wield that staff. And he's telling him, well, you know, somebody taught it to me. Right. Mm-hmm. And then a he, cheese maker. That's what he says. A cheese maker. Does that matter mm-hmm. to the, what happens yeah, next? Yeah, do. No, don't. Okay. Go ahead then, Sister Jay. Well, it, it, it's just like you said. He was thanking Morgan for saving Ben because the part you skipped over was even after Jerry saved Ben and stuff and they're getting ready to leave and, and round up the trucks and everything, a walker almost got little Ben and Morgan got him in the head with the staff. Mm-hmm. So he's thanking Morgan for saving Ben and that's when he's having a conversation about Benjamin's path is, is to be leader someday and, you know, take over, but he's a little bit, um, he didn't exactly say Ben was weak. Ben just don't have no proclivities for fighting the way they do, like with the right. machete and yeah. spears and stuff. So he wants Morgan to teach Ben how to use that staff. Yeah. Cause he's thinking maybe it's the weapon that he's trying. Exactly. That is causing him to mm-hmm. not be able to do what he needs to do. Mm-hmm. So Morgan is kind of doing a little bit of a reverse. He's like, well, look. Yeah, the man that I killed to save Carol, the stick ain't wouldn't have saved her ass if I used to use that stick. In other words, he's trying to tell him, teach his ass how to learn how to use a gun. A gun, yeah. And Ezekiel says, but it saved you, didn't didn't it? It's let you live all this time. Mm-hmm. And so he says, look, and- Ben is important to me. He's mm-hmm. going to be on my council and I need him to live. But when, when Ezekiel said that, I said to the TV, <laughs> because that's what I felt. I thought, well, yeah, Morgan, you know, shit. Well, you it can't was stop very, a bullet. It was very cool how Ezekiel said that. Yes, to me, and I'm like, well, why is he so important? Mm-hmm. What is what is it about this Ben? Mm-hmm. You know. Then we see Shiva just sunning on the porch in the breeze, mm-hmm. and they show people. Yeah, I say drink from the well, replenish the well. Anyway, and we see people out in the garden and doing all their activities. And Carol is scheming. Yeah. Sitting in her bed, scheming. Yep. Scheming. Looking at her wheelchair and the blanket. And then she, you can tell she gets an idea. Mm-hmm. And so then the next thing you see, she's wheeling about the city. And going from here and there, she passes these people 
practicing fighting and they have a table with knives and shit on it. Well, first she of passes all, she, the, go ahead. Well, first of all, we, we, we see the choir now. Well, but we can go. Okay. All right. Sister. We hear the choir. Well, oh my gosh. Why do you interrupt me to do that? When we were getting to the other part, we don't have to go. All right. Go. Damn. So she gets the damn knife and hides it underneath her blanket. And then she wheels on past this dude who's folding up laundry or putting laundry on the line, talking to him. And he's like, oh, yeah, you know, she's like, oh, yeah, that pie is that cobbler is so delicious. I can't believe how good that is. He's like, oh, well, you should try. You should try the supper pie, uh, cobbler. Mm. She's like, supper cobbler. That has to be magnificent. And uh, while he's talking and not really paying attention, she steals some clothes. <laughs> and I'm like, you ain't slick, Carol. Yeah, that was kind of silly. But they ain't thinking about that. No, you know. they're not. So then, yeah, we see the choir, people picking out fruit and veggies out the garden and doing all their normal chores. Mm-hmm. And then you see Morgan teaching Ben how to use the staff. Mm-hmm. And he looks like he's picking it up pretty well, quick. Well, so that's to, to me. me that lets you know there's some passage of time. Yeah, at least a couple days. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Because, and especially since Carol is able to wheel her own self, as opposed to Morgan pushing pushing her, her around. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. So too. she has strength enough to do that. So yeah, yeah, at least mm-hmm. a couple days. And I mean, there are a lot of people walking around. Mm-hmm. A lot of people. I'm like, well, damn. Mm-hmm. There's a lot How of they ain't got caught up yet by none of nobody. Well, we gonna, well, yeah. we yeah. There's a reason why they uh-huh. haven't. So you know, but Carol was just being slick though. But I don't know. I just felt it kind of silly. Well, I mean, it is silly because we know who Carol is. Mm-hmm. They don't know though. We know she's slick. You know, <laughs> and these common folk ain't going to be expecting that shit. Now, other people be peeping her out. Well, yep. Yep. You know, she's being peeped out. Right. Mm-hmm. So then we see Morgan and Ben practicing together, which mm-hmm. I, I thought that was a pretty that cool That was good. Scene. That was yeah. very good. Yeah. And so they get, they, they take a little break and, um, Ben is looking at the book in Morgan's pack and he's like, hey, you've got a book. Do you mind if I borrow it? I've read every single book in this joint. Twice. Twice. Mm. Even an air conditioning repair book. Mm. That's pretty damn boring. And then he starts giving him facts about eight air conditioning repair. Mm, mm, mm. And so Morgan doesn't immediately give him the book, which I thought was interesting. Mm-hmm. And so Ben says, please. And so he gives it to him. It's a tea time little book, too. That little yellow yeah. book that the... Yeah. Guy That's that same him. one that, mm-hmm. that the, the cheesemaker guy was writing in yeah. and stuff. And at that point, King Ezekiel comes up with Jerry and Russell Crowe. And he says, okay, gentlemen, bring your, your gun. Or Morgan, come with us and you two men bring your gun. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, ah, snap. Yeah. He didn't say bring your stick. He said bring your gun. So they, they're they out in some parking lot somewhere. All the pigs in have the been city. slaughtered mm-hmm. and skinned and hanging from this truck. And he and Ezekiel's telling uh, Morgan what we do. We trying to keep secrets from the people in the kingdom. Mm-hmm. He said it's burdens, but they're it's it's necessary for us to do this to keep right. people at peace. And he also let it be known that they do all of this, meaning the slaughtering of the pigs and the transferring of the pigs and stuff, 
to in the city away from their compound. Yeah. To keep the people from not knowing. Keep the people from knowing something. I'm like, knowing what? And now we get it. Here come some of them saviors. Fucking saviors. Damn. And I'm like, ah. Oh. Lincoln got a bunch of folk, you know? Yeah. Damn. So this Gavin is one of the f- people. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, hey, you're on time. We like promptness. Mm-hmm. And. They go and look at the pigs and count them up and say, man, these are fatter than the other ones was. Yeah, he said, ooh, I counted eight of them. That's good. These are even bigger than the last ones. And Russell Cole. I'm sitting there cringing. Me Oh, my God. They eating Walker pigs. And Russell Crowe says, I made sure they got fed and fed good. And he just looking all serious. Yeah. And that's when you go, "Uh uh-huh. That's what they was doing. I was like, damn. Oh, that's so nasty. Nasty. Now, do you think that's poisoning the saviors? See, I don't know what that will do. I don't know. See, and what we don't know either is, you know, like when we've seen, um, like those dogs that we saw in that one episode, like Mm -hmm. a season ago or two, they were eating up some walkers too. Right. And then they ended up eating the dogs. Would that affect them at all? I don't think so. Because everyone has the gene to turn walker when they die. That's true. So I don't know. But see, when you get bit by one, you turn and die a lot quicker. You yeah. die and then turn a lot quicker. So That's true. I mm. don't know. We don't know the rules of this here. Ooh. Now, we do know that they're, they're, they're obviously cooking them. You know, they're cooking the pig and but roasting it like still. to eat it. But still... Since the, oh, oh, I don't know. But just the thought of it is so damn nasty. I think it's nasty. Oh, it's so damn nasty. Yeah, I was like, oh, hell no. Oh, but because it's the saviors, I I'm said, like, mm-hmm, uh-huh, that's, that's what y'all what, get. And I was thinking the same thing. That, see, that's what y'all get. For always, mm. uh, see, mm, this goes back to the old slave days too, mm-hmm. ain't it? You gonna be whooping on somebody who's cooking your fucking food? Cooking your food. You know they ate all kinds of shit. You know that you don't know what they did to that food Thank because you. they already knew you weren't gonna give them none of it. Thank narrow right. portion. You didn't give narrow them none portion. of it. So hey, they probably ate more piss and feces and everything else. You know it. You know they did. Mm-hmm. Men don't burn no chicken. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Yes, Lord. Now, then we get this one savior who's got to be wolfing. Oh, yeah. Talking shit. Think he bad. To Russell Crowe. Mm-hmm. And Russell Crowe ain't the one. He ain't the one. He, he ain't his ass. the one. He whooping that motherfucker's ass. Mm-hmm. Then, King and Morgan, I mean, all of them start pulling their guns out. Mm-hmm. Even Morgan. And he's looking at the gun like, ah, oh, I'm about to shoot this fool. Mm-hmm. And King Ezekiel tells Russell Crowe, okay, let him go. Let him go. Because, you know, this is not our way. Right. Mm, mm, mm. A free shot. You little punk ass. Yeah. And he, talking about- he knocks him the F mm, down mm, at mm. least twice. So Russell Crowe falls all down. Mm, and King mm, Ezekiel mm. says, Gavin, tell him to stop. And Gavin does. I was like, oh, okay. So he can't Well, be. he tells him after the second hit. Yeah, he did. I mean, shit. He did. And this little trashy looking fool was going to hit him some more. Oh, that's okay. He's going to be the first oh, one to go. Oh, he's going to be the first one to go. 
Yep. We the first see that. one. Mm-hmm. We can see that right now. Mm-hmm. So they um, get him up. He's big too. He is He's not a, a big little, dude. Little dude. Mm. And so that lead guy, Gavin, is telling him, okay, you did good, but uh, next week is produce week, and we'll be back. Yeah. Next week. Same time. And then he had the nerve to say as they drove off, oh, yeah, and um, by the way, when some shit kick off, he's going to be the first one to go. Me and Russell Crowe. Now, look, fool. Oh, my gosh. You ain't going to threaten nobody. Mm, mm. So King Ezekiel says, oh, you know this group? And Morgan says, oh, yeah, I know him. And so he asks him, oh, the guy you killed to save Carol was one of them? He's like, yep. Yep, he was. It is. And he's like, is that why you wanted me here? Because you thought I could do it again if I had to? Mm. And King Russell, not Russell, King King Ezekiel. (laughs) He says, no, 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 the opposite. So I was like, what that mean? The yeah, opposite. what the opposite mean? Meaning, so, because he wouldn't kill him? I don't know. I didn't get that. Because he wants people to not kill them, so they don't have to fuck, feel, you know, fuck with them? Because if they kill know. one, you know, uh, Negan's coming. So, anywho, I, I didn't quite get what he meant when he said the opposite. I did not get Maybe one of our family people knew. Hmm. Family members knew. So then we see... Uh, Morgan, Ben, and a little boy eating at a table, and the little boy goes to get up, and Ben says, oh, wait a minute, you didn't finish everything on your plate. And there was a piece of broccoli, so the little boy ate it, and I was thinking, ooh, that broccoli looked hard and crunchy. And cold. And cold, didn't it? Mm. And so he tells him to clean his plate. <laughs> I can't do no cold broccoli. Thank you. Or hard Well, now, in a salad with some dressing on it, yeah. But Maybe. that was just on the plate. Maybe. Oh, yeah. Ugh. I like cauliflower. Cold cauliflower. Mm. With some ranch? Yes, ma'am. <laughs> so he tells the little boy, okay, so be in the bed by 10, no later. But you can go to movie night. Yeah. Because so he wanted to go to movie night. I'm thinking, damn, they got movie night? Well, the, of course they're going to have entertainment. That's a whole little town. Yeah. A whole little community. They gotta have and it some was way. cute when he says a bed and no later than 10. He's like, but I can read, right? <laughs> that was cute. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, apparently that's his little brother. Is that what you took from it? I took it was. Okay. And he's he's been taking care of him since his yep. dad died. Yep. Who was one of the kingdom right hand men to King Ezekiel. Mm-hmm. And he got, um, got. he got got about a year ago. He said he was one of eight men that, you know, they went in the building and declared it and they didn't come out. Yeah. So. Yep. Not enough backup. Mm-mm. He said, and since then, King Ezekiel changed our p- procedures. Mm-hmm. So, see, they've been together a long time. Yeah. So, apparently, King Ezekiel and his daddy were really good friends. Mm-hmm. And that's why Ben is so important to him. Yep. On top of the fact that he's probably one of the smartest ones there because he's done read all the books two times. Exactly. Okay. Hello. And he seems like a smart person too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so then he, he slides over and whispers to Morgan, look, we don't say anything because if people knew, we think they'd be upset and they would lose hope and they'd want to fight. And he doesn't want people to fight because we would lose a lot of people. Mm-hmm. 
And so Morgan asks him, well, do you think we should fight? He's like, look, I don't know. I don't know enough to know whether we need to fight or not. And I'm thinking, uh, no, you don't want to fight these fools. (laughs) So then he asks Morgan about the inscription in his little book. uh, The little book that he borrowed about not Mm. killing and Morgan and Morgan says, yeah, but I don't know if that's the right way any longer. So it's like he's questioning that now. And see, I was glad to hear it because I want crazy Morgan back. Thank, no, I want slightly crazy, slightly humanity filled Morgan, not extreme one way or another. I don't care if he's all the way back to crazy town. I just want the crazy Morgan back. I don't want the crazy Morgan back. Mm-hmm. Cause then crazy Morgan. Cause this pacifist stuff has got to go. Yes. Thank you. Hello. Mm-hmm. I think it's done. I think it's done. At least from this conversation, it looks like it's starting to be done. Mm. I hope so. You can't anyway. ever tell. Yeah. You can't fucking tell if these writers, but I'm glad they're letting him do something. Besides, just go. We can't kill people. Exactly. And saving fucking saviors. So um, he tells him, "I gotta go see Carol," and leaves the table and gets to Carol's room with a plate. And Carol is gone. <laughs> that bed is pristine, clean. Pristine. The wheelchair is sitting right over on the side. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Uh huh." She mm-hmm. waited till your ass was out. On a run. Yeah. She done ducked out. She Just gone. like she told you. So he sits down on the bed. And you can see him thinking like, oh, shit. I know. Like, which way am I going to go now? I know. But I think he, wa- he would have. Like he, he, it's like it, he. But he understood, though. I think so. Yeah. I think he understood. Mm-hmm. So, you know. Carol's oh, so a mess. She though. is a mess, and I was like, "Well, shit, she ain't no further than this." Yeah, because well, when we next see her, but she she is still. Well, we don't know at the time. You just see her by some trees, picking fruit and shit off the trees, mm-hmm. and I'm. And then here is King Ezekiel and Jerry, and I'm like, "Oh, she ain't even left the damn compound." Well, it's huge. She went through that garden way to go, probably go out the back fence because she wanted to get that fruit. Because she got to be hungry. She got sense enough to know she got to take some food or something with her. And he right there lighting fires and shit. He lighting the fire. He's like, go ahead and take one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, this was funny. And I like Jerry. I don't know why I like him in the background. I like him. So he says, look, I, I like this. This is my favorite place in the kingdom. It used to be, I think it used to be a... a I don't know what it used to be, but he's like, they've made it into their garden. And he says his favorite place. And she's like, oh, I'm sorry. And she starts to try to play it off. Why am I? I'm not any good here. And he says, "Uh, Jerry, bye. See Mm -hmm. you later. (laughs) Because he want to talk to her. And and he says, well, uh, holler if you need me, because I'll be in hollering range. Then what he said, deuces. I was rolling. I like Jerry. I like Jerry too. I like Jerry. Yeah. And I hope they develop his little character. It would be nice because mm-hmm. we need a little bit of levity in some I places. Think so. So he's a good bodyguard. King Ezekiel excused Jerry because he wanted to talk mano a mano at Carol. Because mm-hmm. he knows he, he done says, beat her out. He said, okay, now what's the saying? How's saying go? 
never bullshit a bullshitter. Yeah. I know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. You ain't this helpless housewife. Mm-hmm. You gonna, you trying to weasel your way in. We saw the guns that you brought here with you. We know that you have some skills because them guns belong exactly. to the saviors. And so she's asking, okay, what do you know about them? He's like, oh, I know about them way more than I want to know. But they nearly got you. Yep. And you won. You didn't even just put up a fight. You actually won the fight. But he took her for, uh, uh, I think, to be as cunning as he is. Yes. And, 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 and I think he recognized that. See, when Morgan bought her before him, see, I think he was recognizing it then. Oh, yeah. He has peeped her out. He has watched her. You better believe he knew where she was going. Yeah, he's and mm-hmm. yep, and he peeped it out from when they even brought her in there with the bag of guns and shit. Exactly, see. And so, so she says, "Oh, so that's what you do here." And he's like, "Well, people uh need to believe in something." Mm-hmm. And that's what I provided but for But you them. know what? That's what all of that's what the governor said. Yeah, he that's did. what that that's what that leader dude over in uh Hilltop said. You know where Jesus is? That's yeah. what all of them say. Yeah, that's what they say. Mm-hmm. And it's apparently uh, true as hell because that's what they all saying mm-hmm. and people will follow them mm-hmm. so then he gets into his backstory which i thought was very interesting i love this backstory yeah and it made perfect sense didn't it it did it made or perfect it was just sense. interesting it was interesting but it made perfect sense especially in relationship to shiva yeah perfect yeah perfect so basically he is a zookeeper and before the apocalypse, he was mm-hmm. he was at the zoo, and Shiva was at the zoo, mm-hmm. and she somehow fell off of something, injured her leg, and she wouldn't let anybody near her near her. But he went in without regard to his safety, right. to help fix her leg. And when he did, he said, "She never bears her teeth at me. She never rears up at me." Nothing. Nothing. And she kind of bonded with him. But then he said when the apocalypse first happened, then, you know, they were, they were kind of enclosed. Yeah. But then he said he went back to the zoo and she was one of the last surviving animals, but she was in a cage and she couldn't get out. So he, he came and rescued her and let her out and she stayed by his side. Yep. He stayed by hers. Yep. Yep. And, and that's when he said she's never bared her teeth at me. Or Maybe she'll chomp me one day, but, you know, she's been by my side ever since. He didn't say chomp him. Well, you know, I'm just putting that in there. But anyway, <laughs> but she, because he's telling her, she, I believe, because he don't really know. He ain't no uh, tiger mind, mind reader. But he says, but I believe she recognized him as the man who helped her that other time. And she recognized that he was uh, 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 rescuing her. So she stayed with him. Mm-hmm. So I have a feeling that, yeah. And I think he says, uh, yeah, he says something about nobody. She, I saved him. her, her life and she saved mine. Right. Cause since then, think about it. Nobody going to mess with him with a big ass tiger. I, no, hmm. no, no. Cause they don't know if he says go sick him and then she'll do it. Yeah. They don't know that. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. So that was a cute little backstory. That was really a good scene, though. Yeah. I liked it. I liked it, too. Mm-hmm. And so he tells her, look, I've lost a lot, just like everyone has. Mm-hmm. And when it all started to come to an end, 
He says, I found myself back at the zoo. Yep. And she was one of the last ones there. And so from then on, we've been together. Mm-hmm. And then he said um, that, you know, when people want someone to follow, someone that make them feel safe and people that feel safe are not as dangerous. Mm-hmm. And I was like, boop. boop. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yep. But he also said, too, that she was the last thing in this world that I loved. Because he, he was a zookeeper, so, he, you know, zookeepers love their animals. Oh, yeah. They love all the yeah. animals. So, And then he says he used to act in community theater. That was good. And played a few kings. And so he just parlayed that into his King Ezekiel persona. And with a tiger, too, it just sold the whole story. But he did let her know that his real name is Ezekiel. Yes. He just added the king part. Yes. <laughs> I like that. That was a good. That, that was, was good. good. Yeah, that was good. But he does. He does tell Carol. Now look, um, please don't be repeating this shit to nobody, because mm-hmm. <laughs> they don't need to know this. Mm-hmm. I like that part. Yeah, he said cards on the table. I, I appreciate it if you keep it just between you and me. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was a good scene. I like that. That was good, and and Carol was the appropriate person. To confide in. Of course, she's still flipping. She said, I don't care. Do what you want. She just said, and then she says, I just want to go. I just want to go. And he's like, well, go where? She's like, I don't know anywhere, mm-hmm. but here. And then he says, well, you can go and not go. And at the time that he was saying this. I didn't get it. I didn't get what the hell he's saying. Mm-mm. Go and not go. You mean go and act like she went? What what you trying to say, King Ezekiel? And and plus, and then with Carol, I'm thinking, yeah, where are you going to go, Carol? Because you do need to have people around to help. Yeah, have your back. Yeah. And he's telling her, look, out there ain't nothing good out there, especially when you're by yourself. Yeah. So why don't you just go and not go? So the next time we see her, she is back at that house. Where, where the walker the is. The walker, but, oh, where she almost got got. Well, Morgan has, has led her there. Oh, or, yeah, wait. Went on horseback. Her. On horseback. Yeah. Yes, on horseback, has went there with her. Yeah. I, uh, and, and she's got her pack with her, and her apparently pack. that's where she's going to be. And it's not that far from the kingdom. Right. And she's got weapons with her. Yeah. And stuff. So... And she, that, and that woman Walker, bless her heart, she's still in the window, (laughs) banging on the window, you know? And I was thinking, yeah, you're going to have to kill her ass though. Mm -hmm. You're going to have to kill her ass and clean that shit up. And that's what she do. And that's what she does. I thought that was interesting. That was good. Well, that was, I mean, you know, that was, once you got to that scene, then you understood the whole little talk that he was giving her. Yeah. You know, telling her, look, you don't have to be alone. Yes, it is a, a, a contradiction there, but, you know, embrace it. And he says, you know, you do. And, and of course, Carol's her same old stuff. Well, why? Why bother? Why? He said, because it feels good. It feels good helping other people. Yeah. It feels good, you know, keeping your humanity. You know what I mean? That's what he's trying to tell her. Yeah. And he was telling her, look, so you can come or you can go and not go. 
And that's when we get the next scene and we realize, oh, yeah, okay, she she going to be in that house. But as you pointed out, yeah, that's right outside the camp. It's not that far. It's not that far. Because they just on horseback. Mm-hmm. And then before Morgan leaves, he puts the little flag down on the mailbox. Uh-huh. And I was like, okay, now what the fuck that means? It means somebody living there. Somebody there, I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I was like, huh. I need to know what that means. That was a strange house, though, because they had the the cemetery right in the front yard. Well, obviously, it was like people throughout their family that well, died. Well, what I thought it was was maybe it was the parsonage for the little town that was there. Because a lot of times oh. in little country towns, they have the little church and the, and the uh, pastor's parsonage. And then the cemetery is right out there. Yeah, that could be it. Mm, that's, that's the way I took it. That could be. Yeah. Because, I mean, uh, other houses don't have a cemetery right there, right in the front, on the side. No, right. So, that's what I think it is. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Interesting. But they're trying to say their little goodbyes without saying goodbye. Yeah. Or, and that was cute, too. Yeah. You know. I guess. Because she was letting them know, okay, look, I tried to kill you a whole bunch of times and everything, but, you know, it's and all he good. said, you're my favorite person I've ever knocked out. Yeah. (laughs) So, so she does kill that walker and then we see it's probably nighttime and she's got a little fire going. Yeah. She done cleaned up the place. She done cleaned the joint up (laughs) Mm -hmm. and then there is a knock on the door and she's getting her little gun or knife ready and she hears a growl. I guess it isn't nighttime. And there is King Ezekiel and and Shiva. Shiva. And he's got a pomegranate. Talk about, you really got to try one one of these. these. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, really? But then she kind of gives this little smile. Smile, yeah. And that's the end of the episode. Oh, she invited him in, though. Hell yeah. Oh, hell yeah. invite that man in. And little Shiva can sit right by the fire. Thank you. (laughs) Or big Shiva. (sighs) Because she big. (laughs) Big ass sheep. But that was that was a nice little ending part. I thought so. I loved it. I, I loved thought so. It. And did you notice when she opened the door, Sheba did not growl? Well, she was growling, but she was just doing her normal growl. Well, we're right. Because, I mean, tigers do that purring growl, you know. Yeah. But she didn't, like, bare her teeth or nothing. Uh-uh. Mm-mm. I like that. I like that, now, too. I actually like this episode way better Me than too. I like the first one. This but is better again, than the premiere. if you like... I mean, I like Morgan and I like Carol. If you don't like either of them, you yeah. wouldn't have liked it because it's all them all hour. The whole hour. <laughs> but I liked it, though. I did, too. And I like the fact of, okay, they have to produce and give the saviors half of their crops, See, that too. that was interesting. But they figured out a way to, oh, stick fattening up them. Yeah, to stick it to them. Fattening up those Pigs with walker blood. Oh, my God. That's some nasty shit. That is the nastiest shit. Yeah. That's worse than eat garbage because, you know, pigs eat garbage. Somehow maneuvering them to meet away from the city and and negotiating them to be off away from their people. Yes. So they don't actually really see their area and stuff. And who they got and Mm -hmm. what they got and shit. That was, that's that, smart. That's smart. That's very smart. Very smart. So I liked it. I, I really did. I enjoyed that episode too. I yeah. really did. And I like this King Ezekiel so far. I do too. And Russell Crowe. I like him too. <laughs> <laughs> 
we know Russell Crowe going to jack up that other dude. I'm going to find out his name by the by the by the next, next episode for sure, <laughs> or somebody will tell us. I'm sure. Yep. Okay. Well, before we get to our feedback, let's hear from a sponsor. Okay. Okay. So our first piece of feedback is from Myron. Hey, Myron. Hello, sisters. I hope you enjoy my feedback. And he has a voicemail. Uh oh. Let's hear. It. Hello, sisters. I hope you're all well. Myron here. And this may be the shortest feedback I have ever said. Oh. With that being said, <laughs> let's get started. Okay. Uh-oh. Sister LM, does Carol have some mystical, magical, oochie-coochie fragrance that emanates <laughs> from her private parts? Oh, Why is Morgan driven to watch over Carol at any cost? Oh, no. And are we to believe that the king... Ezekiel had a whiff of that same coochie fragrance. Oh, Lord. It seems as if black men don't have the resistance to it as Daryl does. Oh, my gosh. Sister A, do you believe Benjamin, the kid who could not kill a walker to save his life, Mm. is feigning incompetence in his abilities? I asked the question because Ben sure did pick up the lessons Morgan taught him in using the bow staff. Sure did. Sister K, Does it appear to you that the kingdom has the best formula at adapting to survival in the zombie apocalypse? If we compare how different groups adapted to the catastrophic set of events Hmm. that has shaped their new world, Rick's group, Herschel's family on the farm, the wolves, Claimers, Terminus, Woodbury, Alexandria, the hilltop, and Negan saviors, it seems as though Ezekiel's approach at rebuilding society by supplying his people with a fairy tale is the least corrupt, least maniacal, but most of all, normal. Sister yeah. Jerry, hmm. is Jerry, Ezekiel's right-hand Asian fruit bearer, is he high all the time? <laughs> Mentally challenged? <laughs> developmentally disabled? Oh, hell like no. grandparents would call it slow. Ooh. He is the happiest ninja I have seen in this entire series. <laughs> Thanks for all that you do, sisters. I'm going to stay in hollering range if you need me. <laughs> it's fruit time. Okay, more like brown liquor time. Ooh. Peace. Oh, Thank Lord. you, Myron. Thank you, Myron. And don't you be talking about my Jerry. I like Jerry. Shit, I like Jerry. I didn't think he was slow. I didn't think he was slow at all, and I didn't think he was high. No. That's just his personality. I think that's, yeah, I, I agree. I think that's just him, and I think that uh, he's just happy because, look, they ain't out there like the mother fools exactly. out there. They've been in relative safety. They well-fed, obviously. Uh, Jerry is obviously well-fed. well-fed you know, <laughs> and he is he is the hand of the king. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. He's the hand of the He's king. He's the hand of the king. That's probably the top job other than being king. Yeah. I like Jerry. Now, Myron, just in case you didn't know, Sister LM and Sister A don't watch The Walking Dead. They are squeamish. They don't watch and it. And they won't watch it, even though we've tried to recruit them multiple we times. We have tried our best. They so won't do they it. won't be able to answer all your questions. Mm-hmm. And I frankly have forgotten what their other questions were. <laughs> <laughs> quick i told y'all my mind is spotty oh, my memory Lord is spotty. have mercy well they wouldn't be able to answer your questions oh, I no know way it was. because they don't watch the show well, that's what i said um does carol have magical coochie no no but they're writing that shit they're that writing way. that shit like that yeah 
and uh, I'm not quite. Sh- but it doesn't bother me, honestly. It didn't I like me. Carol, but I know for those of y'all who get annoyed with her, mm-hmm. it it bothers. And what else will they do? They've only got one black woman on the show, that, or and one Hispanic woman on the show, and they've both been caught up with um, Abraham. Abraham. So they're not going to have him or Ezekiel surrounded by anybody else. But well, I don't, okay, Carol. In my opinion, see, I like the Carol character, too. But in my opinion, Morgan is not looking at her like that. To me, Morgan is looking at her like he's going to save her, like he did that damn wolf in the basement, you know? Because he has been mentally where Carol is. Hmm. And to me, that's what he yeah, calls himself doing. Yeah, that's an interesting way to think Yeah, about. I don't think he has any romantic ideas at all. I, at least I don't pick that up. At all. I don't know, but I know some people were thinking that King Ezekiel did because he showed up on her doorstep at the oh, end. Oh, yeah. Well, now, we talking about, I was talking about Morgan. Right, right, right. But the king, oh, yeah. He wants, yeah, he wants to get laid. Oh, Sister Jack. Well, because he probably has already bedded all the women there because he's the king. Oh. You know I what I mean? Hmm. And because, I mean, he told, he obviously felt some kind of rapport with, with uh, Carol because he told her the truth. He ain't told him other people right. the truth. That's, see, I was thinking that too. I think he, he showed up because he can be himself with her. Exactly. You don't have to pretend. Oh, but he goes, oh, <laughs> yeah. Well, he wants sex. Yeah. Oh, well, I'm sure. Uh-huh. But still, you know. Exactly. I, I kind of liked it. Although, I mean, hell, he's way better than Tobin's old lumpy. Way better than Tobin. Hello. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Myron. Thank you, and Myron. I can't remember the other two questions, so resend those in. Mm. Thank you, because I didn't have my paper next to me to write down. Mm. Okay, our next piece of feedback is from Jeff. Hey, Jeff. Hey, Jeff. Hello, sisters and fam. It was nice to get a slower, lighthearted episode after last week's fuckery. Yep. Anywho, one, I love King Ezekiel. Me too. He is an amazing character and is very easy on the eyes. (laughs) Like, seriously, maybe the best looking man on the show now. I would love for him to play Dungeons and Dragons with me. Oh, hey, Lord, Jeff. Jeff. I know that, Jeff. Cool down, Jeff. Wait, and I didn't read the subject line. It says, episode two feedback. Hey, King Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> King Daddy. <laughs> oh, oh, Jeff, that is funny. Okay, he says, number two. That one night of the veil who got beat up by Negan's lackey. <laughs> <laughs> that's that cracks me up. Wait a minute, Jeff. That's I was laughing at the beginning of the damn the the podcast. Band. I just that just cracks me up every time when I see him. He means Russell Crowe. Uh, yeah, young or lower poor man's Russell Crowe. <laughs> uh, that one night of the veil who got beat up by Negan's lackey reminded me of a younger poor man's governor, which makes him not makes me not trust him. I think mm. he is up to something. Uh-oh. Now you know why he does look like the governor, don't Uh-oh. he? He do look kind of shady, though. He looks like the governor. No, I think he's just looking always mean because he's mm-hmm. shady with the other ones. But now that you mention it, he does look more like the governor than Russell Crowe. He does. But I like saying Russell Crowe, so we'll say that. <laughs> yeah, we notice. <laughs> Three. Was I the only one who booped when Carol asked Morgan if he was going to tie her up like he did with that wolf? Mm. Oh. Damn. I didn't boop, but I was saying, uh-huh. Yeah. That's- 
I don't think I caught that. Yeah. Hmm. She did say that because, and that was when she was uh, uh, telling him, I don't care what you do. I'm going to leave. Yeah. And, and it was in that conversation. That's true. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So, um, if, if we, if I didn't say it, which I know I didn't, I'll say boop now. <laughs> well, that's me done. Thanks for the great podcast. Sir Jeff Grimes of house Baelish. P.S. All I thought about when Negan's men took the pigs was tainted meat. You eating tainted meat. Tainted meat. I love it. Yes. <laughs> tainted meat. You eating tainted meat. Thank you, Jeff. Thank you, Jeff. Aw, <laughs> oh, that's a throwback to Bob. Bob. Rest in Stucky. peace, Bob. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is good, though. Damn. They are eating tainted meat. Jeff didn't pick all the men's names. Let's see. Jeff Grimes. House Baelish. House Baelish. Mm, you can well, have you don't like Baelish. You don't like Baelish. Yeah, I don't like Peter Baelish. No I like way. Peter Baelish. I don't. I don't want him to be my house sigil. No, but I do like Rick Grimes. Yeah. Okay. Thank you, Jeff. Thank you, Jeff. Okay, our next feedback is from Procrastinella, hey, a.k.a. Procrasti. Procrasti. Hey, Procrasti. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, sisters. I didn't watch episode two, and by the time I get around to doing so, it probably won't be in time to send in feedback for that episode's podcast. Sure it will. Hey, it was a Carol-centric episode, so I really ain't too broken up about it. Ooh. But I did record a tagline, Uh-oh. sipping on my Carol Haterade and enjoying enjoying every ounce of it. <laughs> Procrasty. Okay, let me play her, her tag. Okay. This is Procrastinella. Issuing an all-points bulletin. Be on the lookout for the swagger of Rick Grimes, <laughs> who was last seen on his hands and knees, a broken, sniveling, snot-bubbling mess. <laughs> if located, please return said swagger to his person oh so that Rick might be restored to his former glorious oh panty-dropping self. Hallelujah. Thank you, Black Jesus. Oh, my Until God. Then, I don't want to watch this show no more. Watch this show no more. <laughs> oh my gosh! That is not a that is not a tagline. That's a whole story. That is- <laughs> <laughs> now we done told you before, procrasty. Tagline got to be that short. That sucker was thirty five yeah. or thirty seven seconds. Taglines have got to be short, like ten to fifteen seconds. So you're gonna have to do another tagline. That Miss was, lady, but that was good. No, that was good. And then drop a Rick Ryan. Oh, Lord have mercy, Jesus. Mm. Thank you, Procrastinella. She said, thank you, Black Jesus. Mm, mm, mm. Lord. <laughs> Keep that now, shit Procrasti, short. Now, Procrasti, you need to just watch this episode because yeah. even though you don't like Carol. But it's got there a lot was more than King Carol. Ezekiel and Morgan in Yes, it. yes. And the ju- Junior Russell Crow or <laughs> Governor, whichever you pick. Junior Russell So, Russell. you know, watch it for that. Fast forward her scenes like we used to do Andrea and yep. keep on going. There you That's go. That's to do. Keep it moving. Because <laughs> you got to see King Ezekiel yes. and Sheba. Yep, you got mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Procrasti. <laughs> Okay, our next feedback is from Shalita. Hey, Shalita. Hey, Shalita. Hey, sisters. I kept this shit short. Hard to believe, isn't it? Yep. 
Until next time, Shalita. And she's got a voicemail. But okay. before she, we get to the voicemail, she says, P.S. I said Ezekiel. Well, I guess we should listen. To yeah, you first. should do it. And, yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, we'll get caught up with what she sent next. Yeah, so you let me, done that. I'm already looking at it, Shalita. You know what I'm talking about. Okay, let's listen to her voicemail. <laughs> hey, sisters. It's Shalita from Philly. Okay. The Walking Dead is back. And I have to say, I love Ezekiel. Yes. I love mm-hmm. King Ezekiel. Zeke, whatever you want to call him. That brother is fine. Fine. <laughs> Plus, he is crazy. And I love it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's got a freaking tiger. Tiger. Who has a freaking tiger? Tiger. <laughs> anyway. So... I just want to say, I think Morgan is going to stay with, with the kingdom people because I think he likes them. They're not as, you know, warmongering as Rick and his people were. So mm-hmm. I don't think it's going to be like that no more. <laughs> and um, he, Ezekiel is definitely trying to hit up some Carol. He definitely want to have some Carol. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Shall see how that goes. Can I just say, I love how petty they were feeding those pigs, walkers, and <laughs> I like that kind of petty. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. That's it. I don't oh have anything else to say other than that. I enjoyed the episode. It was slower paced than last week's, but that's fine because we kind of needed that. Yep. Yes, and we did. And the is fine. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Until next time. Bye. Thank you, Shalita. Thank you, Shalita. <laughs> but you know what? Let me say this about the tiger, and that is the way they did it, though, it makes perfect sense why the tiger is with him it's just some, some dude you know got a pet tiger there uh, uh, it's perfectly his backstory is perfect since why she was with him yeah mm-hmm. perfect mm-hmm. and doesn't growl at him or nothing so yeah yeah and uh she does have a ps like i said mm-hmm um, I said Ezekiel was fine, didn't I? I am here for him. I hope he starts doing the con circuit because you know I'm going to be trying to get a shout out from him. Ooh, Lord. And then she sent a picture of King Ezekiel without his yeah. damn shirt hey. on. And without that wig. And without the wig. Woo! He is cute because you know on the Talking Hello. Dead. I did watch the Talking you Dead. did? I watched it only because King is his Shit, show. I need to go watch it. Only because he was on it and he is bald. It. He's bald? Yeah. He shaved his head and he said he shaved his head because that damn wig is so <laughs> heavy and hot. He said it was so heavy and hot, he couldn't stand it. So he, and he said something like, you know, I feel for deny, you know, or something like that. that but that man is beautiful, even with the shaved head. You gotta wow. see him. I'm about and he got to a go beard. He looks really okay, good. I'm gonna be watching that shit tonight. Oh, he really, mm-hmm. he looks real good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Shalita. I need Thank that. Thank you, Shalita, because that picture that is picture coming. Is beautiful. Yeah. Ooh. Woohoo. <laughs> <laughs> Mm. Okay, our next feedback is from Texas Tammy. Hey, Texas Tammy. Hey, Texas Tammy. Hi, sisters and nation. I like the episode. It was a much-needed palate cleanser after the gore, horror, and loss of last week. Yep. I know some fans will dislike the exposition nature of the show because it's boring, but explaining new characters' backgrounds and the setting is the most important part of telling a story. I liked it. 
I liked it too. Mm -hmm. Loved King Ezekiel, or maybe more so the actor's choice in how he played him. Mm -hmm. Thought it was genius how he literally changed his persona when he came clean with Carol. Yeah. Also loved the explanation of the kingdom. I created a world and persona to help people feel safe. It's campy and corny, but they have food and organization, and unlike our group, haven't been decimated by Negan and the Saviors. Yeah. Even though they've also encountered them and have to pay the mob rent, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they haven't been br- brutalized, obviously. No. And then there's Shiva. Enough said. Mm-hmm. See, and I'm wondering if that's another reason why he wants to do all the meeting away because he don't want them to know he's got Shiva. Probably. Mm-hmm. And but but because think about it, if you got like 50 men or something, they would get Shiva. Right. But otherwise, she would be clawing up a bunch or of them asses. Or kill Shiva to make sure they stayed. Exactly. You know, exactly. If he, if he knew how much he cared about her. Mm-hmm. Also, here again is why I disagree with the fact that Alexandria would have avoided Negan if they hadn't promised the hilltop they'd kill him and his group. Negan was coming regardless. Yeah. Don't know how Alexandria had survived so long without his attacking them. Probably because they haven't mm-hmm. gotten that far yet. Could be. You know. Only mistake our group made is not doing the tactical work to know what they were up against. Yeah. Sure hope we get a satisfying death of Negan a la King Joffrey. Kill him mid shit talking, bullying scene, showing him fighting for his life in fear. I can't wait. Mm. Texas Tammy. Thank you, Texas Tammy. Thank you, Texas Tammy. Yeah, yeah. Of course, of course, the writers are aware. Everybody wants Negan to be dead and stuff. I have a feeling he is going to be around even for the next season. Oh, oh season. Uh, I think he's going to die this season. Uh, Let's maybe hope not. So, but I, I, maybe not this first part of the season, but yeah, by the, no. the end, the finale of the season, I think he'll be gone. Maybe so, but certainly by the winter break, no, he's going to still be there. I think so too. Oh hell yeah! Yeah, I think so mm-hmm. too. Because that would be too quick of a resolution for all this fucking buildup. Yep, that they wasted. Anyway, thank you, Texas Tammy. Okay, our next email is from Joanne from hey. NYC. Hey, Joanne. Hey, Joanne. Hi, sisters. I found the kingdom to be more interesting, and even in the fantasy make-believe bubble, I felt they were more realistic than Rick and Alexandria. Mm-hmm. I squealed in joy when the pigs were being fed walkers for saviors. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. And I swear there's always the occasional asshole you wish you could just tie to a tree, and that would be long-haired, dirty hippie. What well, ain't it the truth? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. As for Carol, not sure why she has a death wish, but I can see how she would be tired of extreme suffering and survival. Mm-hmm. Loved how Ezekiel read Carol down. She, he did. He He's, read her. Mm-hmm. He's an amazing character with a deep and endearing backstory. Now I want a pet tiger. <laughs> Have a chocolicious Halloween. Joanne from NYC. Uh, yes, we did. Thank and- you. Thank you, Joanne. I didn't have a chocolicious Halloween. Oh, I did. Mary, kid came to the. Although I had my light off too, so yeah, I didn't have no kids, but I sure had some chocolate. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Joanne. Thank you, Joanne. Yeah, that hippie is going to need to be the first or oh, second yeah. to go oh, when yeah. they get ready to get the hilltop or um, the savior. And our little foe, uh, Russell Crowe, needs to be the one to do it. Yes, thank you. Oh, that's even better. Foe Russell Crowe. Thank foe you. Foe Russell Crowe. Thank you, Sister J. That's mm-hmm. just the little name I needed. 
<laughs> That's exactly right. Yeah. Faux Russell Crowe. Faux Russell Crowe. That's Crow. better. <laughs> <laughs> okay, our next feedback is a voicemail, and it is from Ray. Hey, Ray. Hey, Ray. Hey, sisters. This is Ray from Cali. Calling to leave my feedback for episode two. Welcome to the Walking Dead Theater presents <laughs> The Kingdom. I'm all for it. Yes. All hell King Ezekiel. Thank mm. you. I was all for that right there. <laughs> That's the way you make an entrance. So, and everybody already shipping him and Carol together. And I really don't care who the Walking Dead pairs together at this point in time. Yeah. I'm just down for an Ezekiel romance because we're going to get to hear him speak in that nice, sultry voice. I know. And so they saying it'd be what, Queen Carol? Or no, I heard people say Carol Lisi. Carol Lisi. Oh, Lord, have mercy. No. Stars may shine across the sky, mm. but nothing compares to the blue in your eyes. Carol Lisi. Oh, Lord. I wait with bated breath for your command. When you say jump, I say how high. When you say sit, I say how low. When you say twerk, I'll break my buck just to please my curly Mm. (laughs) head. All right. I'm I'm, I'm cool. I'm cool with uh, Ezekiel. He all good. But on a more serious note, I just want to quickly say... Forget Carol and Rick. They always trying to poo-poo on somebody else's community. Yeah. Everybody has had a better setup than what they had. Mm-hmm. Are you going to come up in there, Carol, talking about it's a fairy tale? Like like he said, people need somebody to follow. They need hope. Mm-hmm. When has Rick and them ever had something so good? Mm-hmm. They got a choir. They got cobbler. Fruits. Yes. Mm-hmm. Livestock. They, Rick and his crew has never been able to accomplish that. So how are you going to go up in there and poo-poo on somebody else's stuff? Mm-hmm. Man, forget them. All right. That's all I got to say. Talk to y'all later. <laughs> Thank you, Ray. Thank you, Ray. <laughs> she Lord right, though. Lord have mercy. Yep. They do come in there talking about we going to run this shit. We going to take this shit. Y'all ain't doing this shit right. Well, but that was just Alexandria, though. And the other place. What was the place where um, the the governor was? Oh, yeah, the governor. Woodbury. Woodbury. Thank you. That's the name of it. Mm-hmm. Woodbury. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, now that's The prison. But, but, okay, Woodbury was a different situation because they were militarized, and Rick peeped that out. So did Michonne. But, yeah, Michonne. See, so that's a little different. These people... There's no indication that they're militarized in that way. Yes, they have a little army of people and stuff with their little uh, armors on and stuff, but that's to protect them. Right. You know what I mean? They don't go out seeking other shit <clears throat> like the governor did. No, they don't. And his little henchmen. Mm-hmm. So, you know. I like this. I like this little kingdom. I hope it doesn't do get too. jacked up. Because you know of, it's going to get jacked. I know. Because when our group come. It's they always jack something up. It's going to get jacked. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Oh, I hope King Ezekiel survives and Phil Russell Crowe. Yeah, me too. And Ben, because I kind of like Ben. Me too. I want to see what what he's mm-hmm. really being groomed for. Yeah. You know. Thank you, Ray. Okay, our next feedback is from Alex the Taxman. Hey, Alex. Hey, Alex. Hey, sisters. That Knigget has a tiger. (laughs) 
one episode. <laughs> I need a poster made with Ezekiel on the throne with dreads holding a tiger on a leash next to him. Can anyone please make a picture of Ezekiel and Shiva on the Iron Throne? <laughs> I love the tainted meat plot. I just hope against hope that it yields dividends somehow. Me too. I thought it was hilarious how Morgan went from you don't let you don't tell p- the people they're eating zombie meat, you monsters, mm-hmm. to oh the saviors are the people eating the pigs. Oh, okay, <laughs> I fucked with y'all. Yeah, let me help you get them in the truck. Yeah. Though I'm trying to remember, sisters, would Morgan know anything about the saviors? All he'd know is what is the one trying to kill Carol. So I'm thinking either Morgan's philosophy has changed and he understands some people got to go or he is a hypocrite for killing that guy last season and has no room to talk. But I feel the old Morgan would have said something about even feeding zombie meat to saviors. Hmm. Well, I think he's changing. I think you're right. He is changing. And I'm not sure where. Well, obviously it occurred somewhere between looking for Carol finding her and killing that other dude yeah because he shot the other guy he, he shot the dude staff. and he's his stick like he used he, a gun like he has been doing right he used that gun yeah so i do think he's changing and he was going to shoot the walker getting ben but then uh excuse me get uh he was gonna yeah he was gonna shoot that fool that, that guy who was who was fighting with the foe russell crow yeah but then he put his gun away yeah mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and I, and as far as the savers, I think he knows because he knows what happened to Maggie right. and Carol. He knows. He knows that they went to go kill them up. Yes. Because that happened before Carol left, didn't it? Yep. Now I'm trying to think. Now maybe I'm thinking I'm wrong. I think well, all that happened before Carol took off. And then he went after her, her and him and Rick went after her because she took off after the savior shit and they went and killed all those people. And the scene, the episode after they went and killed all the savers in that satellite station was the, uh, right. after Car- And then they got back, they recuperated <laughs> so she and then knew. Carol took out. So he knows about them saviors or she does. No, they both uh, did. Morgan does too. Yeah. yeah. They both. Did. Yeah. He says, and Hey, when did Carol become Winona Ryder? She went on a stealing spree. She already had some clothes. Why'd she steal some more? Because them suckers was all bloodied up and right. shot up. She need a fresh clothes. Would either of you have left the kingdom still injured like that? Nope. Not me. Damn, just play along till you get healed, Winona. Exactly. I mean, Carol. And <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I agree. I agree. Ezekiel, love him. Want to see more optimism on fleek, Mm -hmm. but he is definitely a realist too. Yep. I love that. This is all an act and this thing, excuse me. And this brings about a crucial lesson that everyone can learn from. No matter the situation, you have the power to choose. You have the power to control a situation in your mind and make a situation better. A scared person seeing zombies coming is going to be paralyzed by fear, make a mistake and die. If the same person thinks like he's a knight and has to vanquish these demons, then the fear is reduced and you have taken back your control. I'm glad Ezekiel was just acting and not just permanently in crazy land. That would have been sad. Mm. Yeah. Anyways, I'm out. Let's see what these saviors are talking about next week. Sir Alex, taxman of the kingdom. (laughs) 
Thank you, Alex. But I, I I see what you're saying, but you can tell yourself you a knight all you want. Exactly. But if you don't know how to battle, your ass is still going to be ate exactly. up. And when uh, Ezekiel, King Ezekiel killed that walker, and the way he killed him, you could tell that he'd been used to fighting. Yeah. He's he had used to. to fighting before he started the kingdom, probably. Yeah. Uh-huh. And Jerry, too. They had to. He said mm-hmm. it was, what, I don't know if he said how many months it had been, but he it had been a minute before he got back to the zoo. Exactly. So and he had he to be back, out there fending for himself. Right. And, and, and he did say when he got back. Sheba was one of the last ones surviving, but she was trapped because she couldn't. That's the only reason she was still there because she was trapped. Mm -hmm. She couldn't get out. Mm -hmm. So he untrapped her and let her out. And she been by his side ever since. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He has a second email. He says, real quick, sisters, apparently the soldiers of the kingdom are referred to as knights. So, um, sister K, perhaps you could delve into the history of the term Knigget for the family that doesn't watch Game of Thrones so that we may all enjoy it equally. <laughs> I'm sure Sister J wouldn't mind. Oh, no, I would love it. Alex. Oh, thank you, Alex. Damn. Oh. No, we do not need to infiltrate that into the walking no, dead. We won't. We won't. But I he love is every single episode. He That's every okay. That's mm-hmm. okay. Thank you, Alex. That's my word. You want to tell the family who don't watch Game of Thrones? Okay, the family is? who don't watch Game of Thrones, there is a character that we really, really beloved character that we love called Sir Davos Seaworth. And yep. he is a smuggler and a thief and a whole bunch of stuff. Now he's a knight. But now he is a knight. And little Princess and he Shireen, don't know how to read. Right. Little Princess Shireen was teaching him how to read on the sly. And so he was reading and he was trying to say... Nights. The night was dark, and he no, said, "No, the nights like the nights of the veil." Yeah, the nights of the veil. And he said, "The Knigget." Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> and I said, "Don't oh be saying god. that shit because it's too close." <laughs> to something else that oh, we don't need to be saying. I love it. I love it. Oh, mm-hmm. I died. Oh, I just love it. So now that Alex thinks he's cute <coughs> trying to infiltrate that shit over here. Oh my gosh. I love On it. the Walking Dead. Thank you, Alex. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> that word just tickles me, though. I just love it. Thank you, Alex. Okay. Yeah. Thank you, Alex. (laughs) Okay, our next piece of feedback is from Lady Butterfly. Hey, Lady Butterfly. Hi, sisters. I'm really not trying to be a negative Nancy, but that episode was shit. What? Thanks, ladies. Lady Butterfly. What? I love it. Short and sweet. We love it, Lady Butterfly. Yeah, we love the short and sweet uh, email, but I like the episode. I did too. I, oh but yeah. I don't remember, Lady Butterfly, are you a drinking the haterade that Pam uh, Procrastinella is drinking? She might be. She might be. Mm-hmm. And I get it. When you can't stand a character, it's hard to watch an episode all about that damn character. That's true. But it wasn't all about Carol, though. Well. And they introduced the new character. Well, that's true. But still, so, she was featured yeah, heavily, she was. prominently. So 
Thank you, Lady Butterfly. <laughs> okay, our next piece of feedback is from Double D. Hey, Double D. Hey, Double D. Hey, happy birthday, happy Double D. Happy birthday, Double D, a fellow Scorpio. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, Double <laughs> D. You were then one of them Scorps, huh? One of them Scorps. Sister J, Sister K, and family, Double D from Joplin, Missouri. Yay! All I gotta say about this episode is, not only does King Ezekiel have a tiger, now he is trying to acquire a cougar. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> oh that's a good one! Oh, that is rich! That is so rich. Oh my gosh. Oh gosh. That is so good. That's good. Until next week, Sister Speak Nation, oh I hope gosh. we get to find out what's going on in the most amazing way. Oh Double my D. gosh. Oh my gosh. Thank you, David. Double D. <laughs> Thank you, Double D. <laughs> oh my gosh. That is so good. That, was that good. is very clever. That is so good. Very, very clever. Oh. <laughs> Loved it. Mm-mm-mm. <laughs> okay. And our last email of the episode is from joy hey joy hi joy uh, actually it is a voicemail so let okay. me play that cool hi sisters it's joy from southern california hey. i'm not sure if you're still podcasting game of thrones but anyway here's my feedback for uh the second uh, i think she meant walking dead season. oh yeah yeah she meant the walking dead i really love king ezekiel yes. i think he's awesome i think he's a great leader yep and um just an all-around good person i think that he and carol may be hooking up yep at least that's what it seemed to me yep um love everyone in the kingdom actually they're all pretty cool people love richard and um Jerry was pretty funny too. Who's Richard? So, Richard must be the foe. You know, Ra- Russell Crowe. Horrific episode. Yeah, it was. I just want to stay in the kingdom. Yeah, yes, thank the rest you. Of the world. Let me be in, me in the kingdom, and yeah. I will be happy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, can't wait to hear what you and the nation have to say. Bye. Thank you, Joy. Thank you, Joy. I, yeah, I would like to say in the kingdom too, because yeah, I would too. After that, it's scary out there, you mm-hmm. know. So. I could be content. And we need to say, hey, young. Hey, young. How you doing? <laughs> oh, my oh, gosh. gosh. Yeah, I would. That is one. See, it makes kind of sense. I mean, mm-hmm. maybe I know they're not smart enough to plan that shit like that. But after having what they had last week with all the graphic violence mm-hmm. having this um, environment and having him pretend and create this kind of fantasy land for all the people in the kingdom you kind of understand why he would do that you would prefer that to having to live the way Rick and them have been living True, dealing with these fools like Rick and them have been having to deal with these fools getting their heads bashed in and shit well but at some point, I'm sure he's going to be meeting Negan. At some point. Yeah, or may have already met Negan. I don't think so. I think he's just met his henchmen. I don't know. But I have a feeling that King Ezekiel might be able to talk Negan out of some shit. He's a talker. He is a talker. See, so, you know, you never know. Never know. Mm-hmm. Never, never know. Okay. All right. Well, that was the that was all the feedback we had. Thank you guys so much for sending 
getting it in. And of course, again, for being patient and allowing yes. us to catch up. Yep. We know that whenever we are delayed, the feedback's a little bit light, which is fine. Yeah. With us, because we needed to get it out. Yep. And we hope y'all enjoy it. For next week, send in your feedback to, uh, sorry, send in your feedback to sstwalkingdead at gmail.com. That's sstwalkingdead at gmail.com. You can also leave us a voicemail at 972-755-1215 or leave us a speak pipe at speakpipe.com slash speak and we will listen to that on the podcast. You can reach us on Twitter at underscore sister J underscore sister K and at sister speak cast C A S T. You can also find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash sister speak podcast and join our group, which is called sister speak nation. Mm -hmm. We have a lot of great fun in the nation. Yep. We are also on Google plus at google plus.com slash sister speak podcast and you can find us in all the other regular places you can find podcasts. Yep. iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Play Music, all those. Okay. All right. Well, that's it for now. I'm Sister K. And I'm Sister J. See you next time. <laughs>